0: our next panelist who's a star that ne- clearly doesn't do background work but <laughs> nonetheless, he is actor extraordinaire he's a, a legend in uh, the EMV uh, he's got a recurring role on HBO's We Own the City guys we're happy rec- to welcome I recognize
1: that, sorry
0: <laughs> 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 happy <laughs> welcome Ken Arnold to BTB uh, Ken, good to have you
1: thank you guys, thanks for having me, I really appreciate good.
0: it oh. Absolutely, absolutely now Ken, recurring role okay. How many episodes of We Own the City are you featured in? Uh, I think like eight,
2: eight. He's on eight of them,
1: I think. Yeah, there's only <laughs> there's only six, but I'm in an eight, and so. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they gave him extra That's credit. Okay. holy shit. That's right. They did. They did. Uh, I'm I'm in 4 out of the 6. Um, in the the second one I'm in it for just a hot minute and then I'm gone so. But the other the other 3 uh, you know I had I had some nice scenes uh, with Moonmi Musaku who was amazing nice. and I am just glad to work with her man. She was so cool, so so awesome. And Ian Duff of course he he was fantastic as well and and everybody else I worked with they were they were all great. So it was really nice.
0: Awesome. Would you say this is one of your your highlighted roles to date? Um, Yeah, I would. Uh, You know, uh, I'm getting people from, you know, all around the world
1: actually sending me clips going, hey, I watched you on French TV today. You were speaking French. (laughs) I was like, well, send me a clip because I would love to hear that. I would love to hear me (laughs) speak French. That would be amazing.
0: Wow. Uh, yeah, Did they get cool. somebody
3: that's that that you would imagine sounds like you or was it one of those weird dubs where it's like a totally different voice? It's always yeah. Gonna be
0: weird. Yeah, it's
1: always <laughs> weird. You know, that, that happened on The Night Watchman. I heard myself in German and I was like, whoa, oh, would, my I, God. that was, you know, I speak German a little bit. Right. And I was just like, whoa, that's that's not that doesn't but that's why like I can't me.
2: watch these movies on Netflix when they're dubbed back to English. I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. I mean, they, fool, they fool you with the cover art. In the plot, they're like, this looks really good. Yeah. The, the, cin- the cinematography, it all looks great. And then they they start talking, you're like, oh, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> I'd rather them, them, them just speak their language, and then I'll read the subtitles. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you get thing- the
0: performances
3: that way for sure, yes.
0: <laughs> one thing I have to say about We Own the City is giving a lot of uh, DMV-based actors a chance to shine. Because usually a lot of these productions that come in, they're usually giving you co-stars. You know? They're not... Giving you opportunity to do more than a co-star, more than a more than a day player, um, but we own the city an exception that 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 actors, based in in the D.M.V. have been given opportunities to be in a recurring, multiple episodes. You know, it's well, been
1: fantastic. I mean, yeah. the guys from The Wire, David Simon and George Pelecanos, they they want that local flavor. They want the yeah. local guys in it, and they want. Um, and Victor knows this. That in some of the roles, they actually want real police officers to play those roles. Uh, Chris Anderson, you know, yeah. you know, yeah, he, he did a fantastic job, and uh, that's what they want. They want that real Baltimore feel, and uh, it's kind of nice that they they do that for us here.
0: I think that's great. How was the audition process uh, <laughs> for landing a role? It was. If you're laughing, Victor. <laughs> it, the audition process was
1: actually, it, it was really simple. Um, Pat Moran sent me an email, said, hey, put yourself on tape. Uh, here's the role we want you to audition for. I actually auditioned for the role that Chris Anderson got and a bunch of others. Um, and uh, they wound up giving me the role that I got and, and I was more than happy to do it. Uh, it. You know, I put, I don't know, three different roles on tape. And then they called me and said, Hey, we want to offer you this one. There was no callback or anything like that. And
0: that was it. Yeah. Wow. No so. callback, no pin, just yes. dropping you. The yeah. Role. There's a role. Hey, you know, I, got a, I got a question for you guys. When you,
2: um, when you watch a movie and you know who's, Say, say you 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 uh, you know you audition for multiple roles and then you you see how they get cast. Do you always go back like with hindsight, 2020? Because you always you always hear people, fans, and actors saying they cast this the right way. I mean, I can't imagine anyone else right. in, in in this role as this person than this guy. I mean, are we saying it because we saw it? And <laughs> I mean, we saw we saw the role and then then your your imagination can't imagine anybody else. Because you know, when you watch Me Own the City*, try to think about all those characters now playing other different characters. It's like hard for your brain to do it, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. because you kind of, because you've seen it and it's on mm-hmm. it's on tape, it's on film. You're like, yeah, they they did great. I can't imagine anyone else in these different roles. So that's kind of what I'm seeing. Like like that that's just kind of
1: weird.
0: So one, one thing I, I think is great is, is seeing John Bernthal with the Baltimore accent. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. (laughs) It's fantastic. And and Josh Charles and so many other characters. uh, (laughs) And it's so authentic. I think both Josh and and John have ties to the DMV. But how do you guys feel, or, Ken, how do you feel that uh, the show has portrayed the city of Baltimore?
1: How do I feel? (sighs) Um, You know, I think... That's they tried to be as fair as possible because the situation actually did happen, you know, and I know the Baltimore Police Department is going to sit there and say, yeah, but we were on top of it or whatever, you know, and they're going to defend themselves, obviously, because that's what they have to do politically. But that stuff did happen. Stuff like that went on in the police department in Baltimore. And it's unfortunate. And it it, it led to a lot of people getting hurt, a lot of people being arrested, and and a lot of bad things happened. So I I think what this show is doing, it's saying, "Hey, we made a mistake. Here's what happened. Now let's fix it." Right? Because there are a lot of good cops on the Baltimore Police Force. I'm telling you right now. I know some. I met some. I, I, you know, and and I've been stopped by the police in Baltimore too. Right? So, uh, you know, they're 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 doing their job. And they're doing, you know, the best that they can do. A lot of these guys, and and right. you know, John Bernthal said it on his radio interview in D.C. He did a D.C. radio interview, and I think it was posted on Facebook. And I listened to that, and he goes, "Look, he goes, we're not trying to make, you know, he goes, I respect the guys who put on the uniform. He goes, I respect, you know, the people who live in Baltimore, and there has to be a middle ground so we can figure yeah. this out and make and make it work. So." So, you know, the situations that happened didn't happen and it gets better and people communicate and the community gets better.
0: That's what we need. Wow. And you were you were mentioned earlier, you work closely with one me, uh, Masako. Mm Tell us a little bit more about just being her scene partner for it seems like a lot of your scenes were with her. Uh, she, it, all my scenes were with her. She's fantastic.
1: Yeah. She's such a sweet uh, woman and she's fantastic. She's smart. She has an English accent. And yeah. So I think cool. that's wild. <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of geeking out because I, I'm a big Marvel fan and yes. I love Loki. Loki. And of course, you know, she's Hunter yes. B 15, right? So, you know, I'm sitting there talking to her. I'm looking at her. And I'm going, what was Owen Wilson? What was he? You know, what was he like <laughs> to work with? And she was telling me all these stories from. She actually went to school with Hiddleston in in England. Oh, wow. <laughs> so oh, they wow. knew each other before then. So I was Dude, like, "You cool gotta trivia. be kidding me!" I was like, "That is so awesome." And she's like, "Yeah, he's great, you know, and Owen's great." And I was like, "That's amazing because I'm sitting here, I'm one, you know, degree away from Loki, yeah. right?" Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Baker. <Bacon. laughs> yeah.
2: Now
4: I know her. I know her character was kind of uh fictionalized but were you based on a real guy ken
1: no no no, no i was fictionalized as well I was a conglomeration okay. of a bunch of of different people and we own the city yeah I there's there's no real charlie gibson, so. no charlie gibson. No real there charlie. is a john Cluel, though we know that yes there
0: are some of the characters yeah there are yeah. they are the real folk That's all so you couldn't really base your character off of any particular person or did you think about any particular I, person in law enforcement that you could base your character on.
1: I, I was just like, what would Ken Arnold do in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. So, yeah. And here we are. So, yeah. I love keep it, man. it simple, yeah, man. Keep it simple, you know? Yeah.
4: Well, you know, that's that's honestly something I think some people forget. It's like if, you, if you're not bringing yourself to it, you're doing a disservice in a way because you're yeah. saying, this isn't a real person. I'm, you know, I wouldn't do this. Well, maybe you would. You know, in that situation, maybe you would do that.
1: Yeah, maybe you would. And I, you know what, Vince? I see you sitting up there in the little tiny box in the corner. And I didn't that's what real- I see you doing. And I didn't realize it was you. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going great. I was like, wait, there's a guy up in the corner. I couldn't see your name because I don't have my readers on. Yeah. There, there you are. And What's I was up? like, yeah, how are you, man? Good. Doing well. Doing well.
0: Man. Awesome. <laughs> Good oh, to this see you. Just a suggestion. You. The <laughs> large grid view is the best uh, view
1: to see I got, everybody. I've got four big boxes, and then Vince is up in the corner, like this little tiny box.
4: Same thing here. You're a tiny box on mine. That's that's the way it is. Don't you
1: like this <laughs> peek behind the curtain? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Large gallery. <laughs> There's everybody.
3: <laughs> Al. I want you to know we do this shit on, on that was disappointing all the time where we start getting the nitty gritty of like zoom and zoom fuck ups. Uh, <laughs> it is magical. <laughs> I love it. Um, no, what I-, I want to know is how Ken is doing the zoom function. His window, like he'll zoom out and then he'll pop in. Like, how are you doing that?
1: I, I'm actually running my camera and everything through uh, a program called Ecamm Live. I do all my podcasting and live feeds through that, and I'm sending that feed to Skype.
0: Ah, 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 look at that. And what then I can touch adjust- the
3: curtain again.
1: Hey, We've got can, a
0: few can, podcasters in here because we already talked to our, about Art Hall's podcast. Ken, you got a podcast too that you kind of just shifted your Facebook Live show into a podcast, right?
1: Yeah, we're still going to do the 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 live feeds, but uh, yeah, we've gotten to an interview format. Uh, teeny's the podcast, and um, we are bringing on guests and actors, musicians. Uh, you know, everybody we who uh, will actually come on. Tom Selleck won't, but hopefully other people will. <laughs> but um, damn it, Tom! Yes, that damn Tom. At the end of all our live shows, we say next week, Tom Selleck. <laughs> if his agent ever gets back to us, and oh, and man. he never does, so we never get to.
0: You got an actor from Ozark, which is one of my favorite shows. Uh, we
1: did. Uh, <laughs> our first guest was Kevin L. Johnson from Ozark. He plays Sam Dermody on uh yes. on the show <laughs> and uh he was fantastic he got baptized this season i won't tell yes. you anything else about it but oh yeah. i was gonna we say
3: please stuff. no spoilers we just got to the midway so point of the started...
2: final is okay. <laughs> uh, mckinley mckinley belcher still on there gondo you should ask him
1: um yeah you know i would like to ask him to come on he would be great yeah he i don't know fantastic. if he's still
2: i kind of I, I didn't I, you haven't heard this story but i stuck my foot in my mouth but
1: you know, when I first met him, I
2: was like, oh, I love you on Ozark. It's great. You know, I like your character, everything. This first season. And and then, so like, I followed a compliment up with, with like, oh, but didn't you die at the end of the season? And he's uh-huh. like, uh, no, actually, I'm, I've been in every season since. And I was like, oh, so I don't
1: Whoops. know it works. So like,
0: I probably just shouldn't have said anything, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right. <laughs> it's all okay. right. We should talk about another great film, a uh, Comedy Horrors Volume 1. And A month or so ago, we had uh, a few of our cast members on uh, and uh, I got to admit, wow, what an incredible anthology horror film. And I love you merged the two great genres of comedy and horror together, which you don't see very often. And um, yeah, let's talk about your film because uh, I know you, you directed and wrote the first story, correct, Ken, and also acted in it?
1: Yes. Uh, Well, I didn't, I didn't write it. Dan DeLuca wrote it. Um, Ah, It it was my idea. I came up with the idea and then he fleshed it out. Um, So yes, we, we kind of are co-writers on it, but um, yeah, I mean, this is how I always, I always tell it to people. They're like, I go, Hey, did you see my movie? They're like, what's it called? I go, Comedy of Horrors volume one. It's the dumbest movie we ever made. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's crazy. It's just dumb. You know, it's just silliness and horror and fun. And that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to make people laugh. So, uh, you know, hopefully when you watched it, you were laughing and you enjoyed yourself because that's, you know, an hour and a half of, you know, regular life's hard enough. We know that you know, and over the past few days, we really got to know that, you know, life is tough, life is tough. So, you know, if you could just sit down for an hour and a half and just forget about all those things and laugh a little bit, Mm -hmm. then we did our job. You know, we did our job as filmmakers. We made you laugh. And that's, that's my goal, you know, as, as an entertainer, as a creator, I'm after you watch something that I've done, I want you to walk away and say, yeah, you know, that was funny. And I, I, I was entertained. I enjoyed myself. And I Uh, was, I want to know, is
3: there any chance
1: for your segment to be a feature clown town? Yes. You know, if I had a budget to do it, I mean, even doing the short, we were so under budget on it and I, we wanted to do waste more than what we could actually afford to do, you know, because it's clown town and in clown town, you got to have clown cars. You got to have clown people. (laughs) you got to have clown shoes. you got to have all the (laughs) circusy kind of stuff everywhere. Right. And everything's got to be big and bright and bold. And and we just didn't have that budget. So we, we tried to pare it down and make it as real as we possibly could with clown makeup and the wigs and the noses and the big shoes. Um, but yeah, a, a feature I would love to. I mean we could we could make that a feature but I can uh, tell
3: you I can tell yeah. you right now cuz you met you weren't here earlier but when I was talking about one of my podcasts now see now al that entire first segment is incredibly subversive cuz it flips all of your expectations upside down yes Clowns are I love the idea cuz it's the like, oh, there's a fucking creepy clown killing everybody and the fact that it's a <laughs> creepy normal dude that's just yes. wonderful and it's like sure. his name's fucking Todd <laughs> it's just like
0: it's great it's great but again protagonists they're usually the, the killers the, the evil you know the sick evil you know psychopathic uh characters but the clowns are the the protagonists, the good guy the family guys the sheriffs you know
3: yeah and there's so cool. much more detail to mine with like who is todd why why did he become who he was like what's this whole you know system mm-hmm. this ecosystem of normal people that are it's 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 there's a lot of little stuff in there it's pretty
1: cool did you know that you know when we how we came up with that idea? No, we were filming the Night Watchmen. <laughs>
0: oh, your previous film. yes, exactly.
1: With the evil clowns, the scary clowns, right? The clown pyres. And we were we were sitting on set one day. And yeah, I don't know if you guys remember when the news, there were all these scary clowns outside of mm. schools, yeah. right? Yeah. In the woods. And there were people were seeing them and reporting it all. And there was, you know, right. all across the country. Yeah. Well, I said to Dan, I was like, well, what if that scenario was flipped and we made a movie based off of that, where it was a clown town and all the people <laughs> in it were clowns and there was a scary normal dude outside of all the schools and stuff. And they were trying. And that's how we came up with the idea. We wrote it down. And then when we came across, you know, we were like, you know, let's do a horror comedy anthology. We came across that idea again and we said, yeah, let's do that one. So hey, that's how we came up with that
0: when nice. we were doing The Night Watchman. I nice. love it. And you got four very distinct stories in one film.
1: Yes. Uh, all very uh, different films, which is what the goal was. You know, I, when we went out and picked the directors to do this, um, I knew their sense of humor. I knew what they were going to do. Um, and I was like, look, you know, give it, send us a story. And, you know, just send us a synopsis and each director sent us a handful, um, you know, like three or four. And we took a look at them and we were like, all right, run with this one, do it, you know, flesh this one out, do that one. And then they sent them back in, you know, 20 pages. We said, keep it to 20 pages if you can. Some of them came in a little bit longer, but we were like, hey, cut it out, cut this out, cut that out. Mm -hmm. You know, we need it to be right around 20. And they did. And they came back with some really cool stuff. So. And all filmmakers that I had worked with in the past. So uh, Nick Tucker out of San Francisco. I worked with him on an independent drama in 2005. And, you know, come 15, 16 years later, I said, hey, you want to direct a film? And he's just like, yeah, I'm in. So, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's how this business works. Right? You meet people.
0: Well, you, know. you have a John burnthal story, don't you? Of, of working with <laughs> him do. in any
1: movie. I do have a, a John Bernthal story. Uh, so, John Bernthal's first feature film was called Mary Mary, and um, it was shot at American University here in Washington D.C. And uh, I'm in it. I play his subconscious. So, if you hold on one second, I'm just going to walk over. I have the poster on my wall right here. Let me see if I can grab it off the wall.
0: That is <laughs> so cool, dude. And it goes. And it all comes full circle, and we own the city, right? Uh. <laughs>
1: So I don't oh, know if shit. you guys Look can see that. this, but Mary, Mary, and lying on the couch is John Bernthal. That's oh John yeah, lying on the couch, and <laughs> I'm I'm over here. This is me. Oh, uh, that's great. And I play part of his subconscious, and the other guy, we're like we're like 1920s mobsters, and we're just always in his head, and always, and we always pop up, because he's uh, a little bit about the movie is he's uh, a hypochondriac. So he, every time he sleeps with a girl, he thinks he's got some weird sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> <laughs> and we are in his head telling Flash, him. <laughs> flashback. Yeah. We're like, dude. Time, yeah, yeah exactly. Like Victor. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, uh, dude, you need to go get yourself checked out. <laughs> you know you might die this one you're gonna die you're gonna die so there are some cool clips on youtube that uh are out there that you could catch of the film i saw I, one of the ones you posted that's great yeah cool. I, I don't know where you can find the whole feature i don't know if they ever released it out into the wild it, it it's a good sure film you
2: guys got copy and credit right
1: yeah i mean i got I, I got the dvd i got the dvd of it it's great it's a good film it's a great copy, independent credit.
0: film it's you expensive. mentioned it to john when uh when you're on set of we own the city
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, I've been in contact. John, actually, when we did the Night Watchman, I called him up and I said, Bud, man, we got this film and I got a roll for you. Oh, wow. And he goes, he goes, well, when are you shooting? I said, well, we're getting ready. We're, you know, three weeks out. You know, we've already we're in pre-production. We're three weeks out. He um he told me, he goes, look, he goes, I'm working on the accountant right now. He's there. he was down in atlanta working on oh the vet. yeah with ben affleck yeah yes. so he couldn't do it he said to me he goes look can you can you push it to later into the summer and i was <laughs> like nah i can't man we already we're already the train left the station so oh it, wow yeah i i really if i could have you know i would have i would have shut it down and been like all right we're shooting this summer because we got Burnthaw. but it wasn't a big role you know it was so right. You
2: should you should have just
1: told John, I think we're gonna go in a different direction, John. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly sorry, John. Yeah. <laughs> going we're going in a different direction. direction. We went we went with Matt Servito, you know. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs>
0: <So> Matt Servito <laughs> that you brought him up, he had a very uh very awesome uh a story in uh a comedy of horrors as well. And you you shot that in Atlanta, right? Not in the
1: yeah, Matt, we uh, we let Matt uh, go down and work with his crew from uh, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. So um, that's ah. on the 2 Network, and it's, oh, uh, yeah. you know, the uh, adult swim version of, you know, at night. Yeah. And uh, he shot that down there with his crew from that. So, uh, you know, we got Henry Zebrowski on it, Natty Weirich, and, and, of course, Matt. And those guys are just, they're just fantastic, and they're funny. So, we actually came up with that story on Matt's deck it, at the Jersey Shore. We were sitting, we went to his beach house for the weekend and we sat on his deck and we hashed out that idea. And then he took it and then he ran with it and he fleshed that out. Uh, but we that guys was all drunk. Yes, we were. <laughs> if you couldn't tell from the story, I
0: can just imagine. Yes. It. Oh yes. man, that is awesome! Wow. Of course, uh, the comedy powers you can get on all your favorite streaming platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Amazon. Absolutely.
1: Uh, I have the YouTube. list right. I have the
0: list right here. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remind us. <laughs> okay. So it's on DirecTV,
1: Cox Video On Demand, Comcast Video On Demand, In Demand, Cablevision, Charter, Vubiquity. That's a tricky one, Vubiquity. Rogers Canada, Shaw Canada, iTunes, Amazon Video on Demand, Microsoft, Google Play, uh, Voodoo, Fandango, YouTube, and uh, they'll be adding some as we go. Wow. Wow. So it's been been pretty good. Yeah, we're getting a lot of good reviews. Uh, Of course, you always get some where people are like, yeah, this movie sucked. You got some trolls, huh? <laughs> got yeah, <some> trolls. <laughs> what are you going to do? I've seen student films better than this. Oh, like, eh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. I love those comments. It's like
3: and yeah. none of those fuckers has ever tried to make a movie, which is the best part. Yeah. I think <laughs> that was my mother.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, okay, well. <laughs> yeah, It was a fantastic, fantastic. Well, none of those fuckers fun. with all due respect. So. Yeah. so it is a volume one. Does that mean uh, there will be a volume two of it?
1: If this one makes money, sure. Yeah. yeah then we can convince our investors to invest in the next one And john bernthal might be available
0: too he might be i don't don't know (laughs) (laughs) love it now um, we like to do something fun here every week we like to do a special topic and this week the topic is auditions and Mm. i want to go around the room the virtual room that is and talk about two aspects of your auditions of all the auditions you've done in your career one the most memorable whether it's the funniest the quirkiest the oddest the best um just the one that just just resonates with you whatever the reason one audition um and maybe you necessarily book maybe you didn't um and the second audition audition that you freaking wanted to book didn't book and you saw the motherfucker on tv and you're like god damn it <laughs> I know all of us here on the panel has had that experience. Yeah. Uh, I don't can, know. I, can I start with Vince?
4: Oh wow! <clears throat> well, I'm going to preface this. I have never. I'm never of the mind like, oh, I could have done better. I just, I don't. It's yeah, not about that. It's not about that. You're, it, you're there's humble. too yeah. many You're fact...
2: lying. You're lying. You've Am told I lying? You specifically. <laughs> you told have me I specifically. told you? Uh, you said um, <laughs> it never. Will t- it's always going to be difficult. You yeah, know, you're always going to second guess afterwards. So I'm going to stop listening <laughs> to you. I don't you know. No, I, thought
4: if I see somebody play a role that you know. I auditioned for. I'm like, right. Good for them. They did it a different way. But, um, right, right. Hell, we own this city. I told Victor this. I'll even say it. I auditioned for, um, the role an actor named David Hammond got, and he was terrific. And I was like, I could not have done. He was yeah, very yeah, believable the corrupt, in
2: the, the part. Corrupt, F- T- corrupt FTO. You said they changed would, the name yeah, of the character.
4: Exactly. I'm like that. He's such a better choice for that. I So yeah. I just don't. <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying he's a better actor. I'm just saying he's a better show for that. <laughs> um, but let's Wait, see. Memorable. Yeah. I'm going to go with. Um, there was one in New York I went up for. It was actually, I think, a historical film. It was this big monologue. I was maybe five lines into the monologue. The casting director gets a phone call. Oh. She takes it. And then I kind of paused. <laughs> and then she looks at me and she goes, no, just keep
2: talking. Keep oh, talking. Yeah, oh, let's look oh, no. And then she
4: turned to the side and took her phone call. I was just like, that, mm. that tells you what you need to know. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> God. Didn't get the part either. Ah. Oh,
0: wow. Now, has there been one that just got away that you were dying to get?
4: Um, there was one recently where it... They don't usually tell you how many people are in consideration, but for right. some reason they told me it is you and one other guy. It was for New Amsterdam. And when it's you and one other guy, come on, you get your hopes up. And then... Ah a few days later they said it it's the other guy <laughs> yeah,
1: different direction right what can you do can you want me to take his knees out take him out so <laughs> little tanya harding action going on <laughs> right there we going go. on.
0: how about you victor victor you haven't been uh, in sag that long but you've you've no. had some amazing auditions so far yeah look i could tell you my most uh, memorable one is my trivia
2: it, it's i booked a role based off of my first live audition ever as an actor like first live audition and it was via zoom and it was for we own the city and it was <laughs> for charlie gibson the role that Ken, that came got so it's memorable <laughs> to me and, and i mean and that's why i say like and i i text them right you know messaged him i said uh, i couldn't have done it better myself and i mean what that what you're saying is you did a great job
1: and, and, well thank and, you thank you
2: yeah no for you. real but the uh i i'm still proud of myself for booking a role based off of an on audition and it was my first ever audition so like that's my most memorable um as far as like oddest most profane funniest um what i sent you guys the other day you know I, i'm i'm willing to do these like commercial and modeling shoots and i don't know they they tell you be yourself be funny you know they just you know do whatever be quirky or whatever and it's like but there's no like script and it's like what do you want me to like you want me to you know juggle um or, or 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 what but like you know one of them was like uh act like you're screwing in a light bulb how would you screw in a light bulb i'm thinking are you serious like i have to show you how i so that i'm <laughs> always con- I'm, I'm condescending and i'm theatrical so instead of just me being screwing in a light bulb i'm like i'm really screwing it in like look at this Ah oh, yeah oh screwing <laughs> in a light bulb wow I'm like, what do, what do they want from me? And I'm almost like mocking the, the casting or person for, you know. So it's and that's somehow, a
4: good strategy, Victor.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not 100 sure that's the way to go with that.
2: I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. You know, and I'm getting I'm getting callbacks on some of them. So I'm like, I guess they like my smile because you know what I do too is I like I I'll show them a mean face, and then I'll smile and I go, hey. So I'm like, so they can see a, sm- uh, you know, because they want to see a quarter, a three quarter of a full smile, you know, a side smile. I'm like, what is all <laughs> this stuff? So anyway, it's like, the auditions are ridiculous, but like, um, I'm still doing them for for fun, really. But uh, auditions that I wish I would have booked, and I can't even say it would have been uh, the one for We on the City, but um, I, you know, it's like the local auditions where you may know people you're in the same circles. Like I'm, you know, there's some stuff I haven't booked that are like local, small, um, independent, low budget, whatever in the past. And I'm like, man, like, you know, there was one where I put in for three roles, three different type roles or t- two. And the guy was like, hey, or try the third one while you're at it. So I'm like, well, that's a good sign. You know, the guy wants me to try like three different ones and then I, like nothing back. And and, and, a, and a good friend of mine, another fellow actor said, like, don't don't worry, don't don't take it. You know, obviously, don't don't get too upset about it. But he was giving me advice saying that, like, sometimes with these local productions, they um, they they want to feel good about themselves. So they'll just audition tons and tons of people, but they kind of yeah, already yeah. know who, who they like. They like it was wasting people's time. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, some of that stuff. But, you know, I, I did want to I do want to be a sheriff and I, and I did audition for one sheriff. And for me, it's kind of tough because I can't go out for the old, older types. And I and I don't think I look like a rookie, whether it's a Western sheriff or, or whatever. So I kind of have to stick with like 30s and 40s, you know, you know, like senior sheriff, you know, senior officer, patrol officer, but not like a chief of police or, or a rookie. But that, that's it. I mean, I, I've i been getting a lot of stuff that I've been auditioning for. Yeah, I heard you've
4: thing. been pinning a lot,
2: Victor. Yeah, i I
4: being pinned is a good thing. Yeah. You pinned yeah. him. You froze
3: him with that. Yeah, one.
0: Yes, he's Wow! Jeez, well, let, watch he's, your
3: magics.
1: He's, he's really, really not him. frozen.
0: We'll get back to Victor when he unfreezes. He was pinned. He pinned him. So he was he pinned, pinned. Literally.
1: Him. Pinned.
0: <laughs> now
1: he can't move. Unpin him. Come on, Art Hall. Yeah. You're out. You're out. Did you, just, did you just? Me out.
0: So Art Hall, I know that you you're in you're in Los Angeles. So I know you've had many auditions. Uh, what is the one that got away and what is the craziest (laughs) most number one you've ever had as well
3: oh man uh I, i i wish that these stories were better so uh the one that got away um the only honestly the only one that comes to mind that would be of any possible recognition to anybody was in um that movie um some so-and-so and Dave need wedding dates or some shit like that. Yes. I love that, that movie. movie. And there was like a, a scene with a, like a, a, one of the guys, I think Adam Devine's character, I, if I remember, it's been a while since I saw it, but I think he's the one who was the guy who like goes to bars and he's like the liquor provider or something like that. Yeah. And it, very early in the movie, like within the first five minutes, you see a bartender that he's trying to sell to something and it just doesn't work out that character. That one is like the one I went in where oh my God, I read for it. Wow. And when I ended up watching the movie later, I was just like, okay, I can see why he got it.
2: It's one of those really? things where I was
3: like, I didn't think I did better. I was just like, I went and I did it a certain way. I mean, look, it's like a three line part, four line part. There's not a whole lot of latitude for you to really do some deep character mining. You know, you're just trying to be natural and normal and right. he just happened to be a little bit more natural and normal within that particular world of existence okay. that he had, which was, He's a guy who's running a bar and he's busy dealing with this guy's bullshit. So that's the only time that I can really uh, give that example. The The audition that sticks out to me that I really shit the bed was... And you're not the, Amber Heard. The Amber
4: Heard story? <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Man, I, it's so funny because everybody's going to think I'm referencing that now whenever I use that. And I've been using that quote for years. Um, <laughs> there was a theater version of cannibal the musical coming to hollywood and they were auditioning people to do it i love that movie so much i went to audition look i screwed up and it's on me it's cannibal the musical yet did i prepare a song no i did not i thought it was just going to be a regular audition so i show up And they say, okay, so what are you going to read and what is your song? Oh, fuck. I need a song. I better step outside and remember what these songs are. (laughs) Suffice to say, it was the worst bout of independent karaoke to a Trey Parker song you've ever seen with a basic. Uh, They didn't even have a piano accompanist because I didn't know. So I had to acapella a uh, song from Cannibal the Musical. Wow. And as I was going, I could just see all their faces. They just weren't having it. They're like, this asshole just like, <laughs> staring at me. And I kept going, and my heart died a little bit at each bar and each measure. And I I stopped, and I said, thank you. You don't need to say goodbye. I'm just going to go right now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I did not get that call.
0: Wow, that's really good. We're going to save Ken for last, but I guess I'll throw mine out. Um, very similar to you, Art, one of my strangest uh, – Aud- aud- auditions was uh for um a commercial uh for a washed up boy band and we uh, our audition song was uh backstreet boys show me the meaning of being lonely Ooh. and i like to credit myself as an okay singer but when they st- when they added choreographed dance to it <laughs> um and we're talking mr two left feet here uh <laughs> it just <laughs> It didn't. It didn't work out way that well for the dancing, so I decided to go to the extra measure and actually s- send them a tape of me not only lip-syncing but actually singing the actual song. Uh, but nonetheless, didn't get. Do you that. still have that video? I do. That, I'll share it with you guys. Not, thank you. <laughs> I'll share it with you guys one time. Yes. Uh, and the one that got away, guys. This is this one would have been uh probably. Oh, this is one's really heartbreaking because. They had to search far and wide for a Filipino guy, I guess. I don't know. But they specifically needed a Filipino guy for this role. A security guard uh, for Shotgun Wedding, Jennifer Lopez's movie mm-hmm. with Josh Duhamel. Previously, Army Hammer, but he got Me too so they replaced him with Josh Duhamel. And my um, scene partner uh, was Josh DeMille, Um, and Josh DeMel was about to reveal the big surprise that he was going to do for... His wife, Jennifer, or wife-to-be Jennifer Lopez's character in art, I remember you helped me audition for that role, didn't you?
3: Oh, yes, I do remember that. That was the uh,
0: the, the guard or whatever it was, right? The right. Night security man or something? And here I am, like, channeling my dad to try to talk with these Filipino accent. <laughs> Doing all these steps, you know, to be very authentic. So racist. And, you know, because what they wanted. <laughs> this role was tailor-fucking-made for me. So the movie is not out yet. I don't know the bastard that got the role, uh, but uh, I would have been shooting in Dominican Republic. Um, <laughs> and mm-hmm. nonetheless, yeah, that is the one that got away, um, sadly. Ken Arnold, close out, close out the topic for us.
1: Uh, OK. I, I mean, I could sit here and talk for hours about awful auditions and good auditions, but uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you one. So. I went to a commercial audition in uh, New York, uh, and I get into the room, and it's for a baseball player. Oh, what right? a stretch! Exactly, <laughs> what a stretch, right? So, exactly. So I'm in there, and it's the callback, and I'm thinking, you know, this is going to be great. Mike Piazza's the the guy in the commercial. Wow. I'm going to be working with him, and I'm just oh, going to. Wow. This is going to be great, right? So I go in there, and I do the audition, and I'm thinking to myself, this is great. So. I do it and I'm done. And, you know, everybody's there. And this one woman sitting on the end, she's like, uh, you know, you're really good, but uh, you don't look enough like a baseball. Oh, Alex. Ah. And I went, oh, I went. Oh, my God. I, I looked at her and I said, uh, you got my I see you have my headshot right there. Turn it over and look at the special <laughs> skills section. And in bright bold letters oh at the God. top of the special no, skills Ken. section, it says "Former <laughs> professional baseball player."
2: <laughs> Look, Ken, you should have switched your headshot to your uniform picture. Yeah, her face,
1: legs. her face was just <sighs> like, uh.
2: that's. And shame, I was shame, like, shame on you for not changing your headshot to, to wow. you in uniform from I was here like, That's why. I, that's why i send so many people pictures of me in uniform. It's like, they're, they're looking for a cop. I'm going to show them a picture of me as a cop. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so, you know, I, don't, I, I just walked out of that room and was just like, oh, Bad. well, whatever. You oh know, there's God. nothing I can do about that. But the one that got away, the one that That's got crazy. away, and I knew it, it was a stretch anyway, right? Transformers. Oh. I auditioned for Transformers. I auditioned for Witwicky's dad. And we yeah. all know who got that role, right? Oh, the no guy way. from
0: Deep got it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know he was a few years older because this was almost 20 years ago. Like it was 50, wow. at least 15 years ago. Hmm. And did you fly
3: know, to LA I, for the
1: audition? I didn't have the big beard and all that. And no, I was in New York. Uh, I drove up to New York for it. And I went up to New York, and I I had memorized. I had it on my radio. I was playing the lines over and over again, and I knew it inside and out, and inside and out. And I get in the room, and I sit down, and the casting director says, all right, when are you ready? And I'm just st- sitting there looking at him. Uh, and he's like <laughs> looking at me and we're no looking way. at each other. <laughs> and he's like looking at me and he's like. How's uh, the, the fucking the f- worst. You have the first line. And I went <laughs> oh. and, it, it, and and then my mind just went boom and just oh. blanked. Yeah. Oh. I wow. blanked. And I couldn't get, I I could feel sweat starting to pour down my face and I'm just looking at him and I'm just trying to struggle through this. It was so So, awful. So it was like the worst audition ever. (laughs) I called Uh, my agent after I got out of there on the way home. I'm not doing this shit anymore. (laughs) 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 My agent's like, calm down, calm down. It's going to be fun." Oh, it's the worst.
2: (laughs) You never had like size in your, in your hands? I know like some. No, I did. I did.
1: I did, but I panicked and it was just. It was a shit show. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that was.
2: You know, you know who told me a similar story was uh, uh, Pete Pete Garvey,
1: one of my one of my acting hey. coaches.
2: Hey. Said that like he hasn't had much success with some of these casting directors, and he said it's success in other areas. But he said he he did one for a for a well he did an audition for a well known casting director in the area, and the same thing. It kind of his mind went blank. He couldn't recover. And they're like, "Oh, well, thank you for your time." <laughs> and yeah. he says he, he yeah. hasn't had luck since. And I was like, "Man, that sucks." Because this is like my coach, one one of my coaches. He's he's great. And I'm like, "It oh, happens, man. Yeah, it happens." Everything. I
1: put I put way too much pressure on myself because it was Transformers. I knew yeah. going in, you know, I was like, "Oh, this is a game changer." You know, this could change everything. And just I just put too much pressure on myself. And I don't do that anymore. I just uh, you know, uh, it, it, and one more quick one. I'll tell you. I, did, I for blue bloods, and if anybody knows me, they know that I am a huge Tom Selleck fan. And I w- was auditioned for this role. It was a huge role. It was like, for a police officer, and I got. I would be working with Tom, wow. and I went up, cool. and uh, there were two different roles they were had me reading for. And they, when I got there, they said, "Look, it's the same scene for each guy, right? So just oh, we're going to oh. combine it, and it's going to be one character." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Cool." but I had two scripts and one was the other character's lines were all blacked out. So I was like, "Mm, which one do I take in? You know, because I, and I knew it really well. I knew the lines really well. So I go in and the, um, the reader was awful. She had an accent and I couldn't hear her and she was really low and just, and so we start, and it's going great and i'm like yeah man oh man i'm feeling it i'm like whoa this is gonna be good man i'm cruising and then <laughs> i get to a certain point in the script and i'm like all right i got the sides in my hand so if something happens i'll just look down well guess what i looked down and it was the character's lines who were blacked out and i went oh. <laughs> and i looked back up and i said i'm sorry can we can we start again she's yeah. like yeah 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 no problem no problem <laughs> so we do it again and um we're going, it's going again. It's going great. I'm like, oh man, this is what you got. Get to the same spot in the script. And my mind just, just can't get past this wall. And I get to it and I look down again and I'm like, it's blacked out. And I'm just standing there and I'm just <laughs> sitting there. And the producer from the back of the room goes, the line is blah, blah, blah. He spits it and He yells oh, it. Oh my
0: God.
1: He yells it. And I go like he, this. I look up and up. I go, I go, all right. I'm sorry I wasted everybody's time. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: I'm out of here. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I walked out. now self tapes has helped oh, wow. us. Uh, for Guess what? Thanks, like. <laughs> You got what? the part. They, they called me a week
1: later. Yeah, I didn't get that part, but I got oh. a different one. Yeah, <laughs> there you there go. <laughs>
0: yes, what a story, man. And I still
1: got to work with Tom Selleck, and Tom Selleck was fantastic. He was really oh, wow. good. Guy. Oh,
0: wow. All right. Wow. This has been going on uh, quite a while already. Uh, and. Um, Gotta take a quick break, and we're gonna say uh, goodbye to Ken Arnold, uh, who's been amazing on our show, a mentor for many of us. He's a great coach as well. Actors Club, make sure you check it out. Uh, check out We Own This City on HBO, and of course, A Comedy of Horror's Volume One. Ken, thank you so much uh, for uh, joining us here on BTB.
1: Thank you guys, I I appreciate it, man. Anytime, I'll come back and sit here and chat. And I I got a hundred I love that. This is awesome. I
2: finally get to meet Ken,
1: kinda. Um, oh we met
4: <laughs> me too. I think totally I've been in your went. house, Ken, but I don't know that we even met. So uh, you go. were in my house? <laughs> what? I was I gonna say, the... does he know you
3: were there or what's going Wait on? I'm 90% Why is he in my
4: sure uh, Bob uh Bob Marshall had me over to record some promo, and I think it was at your house. Yes, that's true. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but so you were doing something, so yeah. I yeah. bet yeah. in your I house. I do remember that. I do remember that. <laughs>
2: Very cool. <laughs> all right,
0: all right. Yeah. Thank you, Ken. Thanks, All thanks. right, guys. Thank you so Pleasure. much. All right, you.
2: Bye-bye.